so this is i just kind of gave it like like if we're named this podcast i named it like bits and chunks i don't know if that's cool a, i love it it's a good name okay cool yeah man that's a good one right. i'm a little bit chunky and i named my <laughs> i said southern chainsaw inconvenience is mine <laughs> well uh welcome everyone this is a uh, cinematic suffering but this is not the usual cinematic suffering podcast this is something a little bit different Right, it's a very special episode, which yeah. they always said that in, in TV shows um, as I was a kid, which lets you know it was drugs, um, something worse, <laughs> <laughs> or uh, alcoholism, <laughs> uh, terrible. I learned it from watching you, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's not that. This is this is a little bit more freeform. We wanted to try something different. So we're uh, doing a little bit uh, just kind of off the top of our head. Uh, general conversation we're doing something more podcasty than our normal podcast right podcast. right yeah and uh, i think we, we we've come to a conclusion that the name uh cinematic cinematic suffering and then maybe a, a colon bits and chunks how about i that? love it yeah right. so that's what we'll call it and uh guys if you're watching this on youtube make sure you hit that subscribe button and hit that like it always helps us out uh it helps everyone out and uh for everything else uh, all the links will be down in the, the comment section below or that's right. The that's right. And comment, comment, say horrible things about us. Um, you know, make fun of the way I look, the way I talk. Don't don't do that to Jason because that that would be mean. But well, me, I'm very I'm evolved. very sensitive too. I've, I've yeah. got very thin skin. Me too. Let me get some fog going back here. Nice, so, Clay. I'm going to present you with a question, and I hope you can follow up with it. All right, let's let's have it. Let's go. What you thinking? I'm thinking, I was actually, I was just uh, trying to think about horror, horror in general. So yeah. uh, it's kind of a leading question, but uh, we're going to keep it kind of horror centric here. I was thinking about some of the movies that I've, uh, that I've seen recently. You and I talked and I, I thought it, we thought it would be cool to do a podcast episode where we just talk about some of the recent movies that uh, that we saw in the theater that are now in streaming. So we could maybe get it out there with the. Yeah, I was. Uh, it may surprise people that we don't actually just uh, watch movies together. We actually enjoy movies outside of cinematic suffering. Muff Muffies, movies. Muffy. Yeah, muffies that we enjoy uh, watching with our significant others by ourselves that we think might be pretty good. That's uh, right. That's right. And um, actually, one of the first things that I that comes to mind that I watched recently was a recommendation uh, from my significant under, other. Utter. This is just going to be rice with Freudian, Freudian slips. slips. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, me <laughs> <laughs> but uh, she said, do you want to watch Salem's Lot, the original 1979 movie? Uh, yes. Miniseries, actually. Right. And, uh, you know, I always say yes. Anything <laughs> she wants to see. Yeah, no problem. You know, I mean, it's uh, but it, inevitably it, she always recommends things that I enjoy. And I really enjoyed that one. I'm surprised I'd never seen it. Yeah. And, um, no, I'm surprised you haven't seen it either. Um, that's uh, I figured you would have. It's been around for a long time for sure. So. And it's one of those movies that if you're even kind of a horror fan, you've seen pieces. Of, you've seen piecemeal pieces of it, even if you yeah. haven't watched it beginning to end. But uh, I enjoyed that one. There's some classic memes that have come after it the, that, you know, like the Simpsons have replicated over the over the years, like the boy yeah. hovering outside the window. Let me in. Just let me in. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Very yeah. creepy. Well, 
One one comment that I made during it, and I was, uh, you know, I've never read the um, the source material, but I thought it was funny that like Stephen King just couldn't stand and not make himself the hero of that story. It's about a writer that saves May from the vampires. You know, <laughs> yeah, of course, man. Uh, I I remember reading about you know when we were kids. I say kids, you know, teenage. Well, teenagers are kids, right? Uh, sure. I, I I went on a slew of Stephen King books and just read a ton of them, and uh, uh, it was called Jerusalem's Lot. I think the actual book was, or maybe it's oh. a no novella. Um, but yeah, it was called Jerusalem's Lot, and I can't remember that much from it. Um, so don't ask me. I just thought I'd bring that up. That <laughs> <laughs> I read as a child, like when we were kids, I like. I don't know. I think that the teenage boys just kind of like, oh, if you're going to be a reader, it's going to be probably Stephen King. Yeah. Or um, I remember Peter Straub wasn't wasn't he another one that, that was like contemporary? Um, Clive Barker. When, when I got into Clive Barker, it yeah. shut it down. That was it. I didn't realize that you could get away with reading the most transgressive filth yeah. imaginable. <laughs> um, when I say that, you know, like totally, you know, like. Uh, positively um i, I love claude parker I, yeah I, I remember reading it thinking i can't believe that they let this out there and that i could just walk <laughs> into a walden's book and, and buy this I think you you actually might have got me turned on to Clive Barker um, or maybe Nightbreed did because that all that stuff was happening around that same time that when Nightbreed came out and, you know, the period between Hellraiser and that. Um, but uh, I, I have a distinct memory of us. Um, you know, we're still in high school and you were over at my house uh, with with Morgan. No, I think it was just you, actually. And <laughs> we we had just read a Clive Barker book. Now, I can't remember. What it was a dream something or might have uh, been a magic. It wasn't a magic. Magi I think it might have been a magic. Actually. Oh, okay. Uh, well, we'll see because uh, we didn't know. I didn't know what this word meant that uh, was in the book. It was coitus. Coitus. And, yeah, a character says you stink of coitus. A character says you stink of coitus, and then I remember that being the funniest word, and I had no idea what it meant. And uh, my mom's there, by the way. She's like cooking dinner or just hanging out in the kitchen, and Clay and I are just like coitus, sweetly of coitus, you know, <laughs> and just saying coitus over and over again. And my mom finally gets up and she goes, "Do you know what you're saying?" <laughs> I was like, "I was like, no. What is? Uh, what am I saying?" Then she kind of politely let us know what what the meaning of the word meant now you may have known what it was i, I had no idea yeah <laughs> i had no idea either i mean it like it didn't surprise me that it meant that it means what it meant i, I as i recall maybe it's a false memory as i recall your mom said just look it up like, oh and she yeah sent you to the dictionary <laughs> she did she did she said go look it up you didn't exactly and, that was kind of like, <laughs> you know? and i felt so embarrassed after that i was like oh my god we're just saying this i mean it's not a bad word or anything but it's just it's like saying sphincter and not knowing what it means yeah. <laughs> and that happened at uh i remember i was working a job and this this uh woman that i worked with was like i want to touch your sphincter and she'd say it all the time and one of my co-workers said you know that means butthole right she'd be like no i didn't know that how could you do that <laughs> like we did it to her you know? yeah oh my god we'll go look up what sphincter means please <laughs> but but going back to going back to salem's lot i i, I saw i watched it the, the most recent i watched it was probably 2022 probably around this time in 2020 no 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 this is bef 
early 2020 or late 2020. Anyways, what I'm getting at is that I remember seeing it come across my streaming service, whatever it was on. I'm like, oh, shit, I haven't seen Salem's Lot in years, so I'm going to just put it on. And probably two hours into it, I was like, fuck, this is long. Yeah, it, <laughs> and, it, it takes a minute. And I put a, I put I I didn't realize how long it was. In fact, I didn't realize it was put out originally as a, a mini TV series. Yeah, it was a two part. It was a two part mini series. Yeah. And then I had no idea. Um, I forgot how long it was. I didn't realize the length. So I was like, let me see how much more time I got on this. And it said an hour and a half. I was like, what? <laughs> I was flabbergasted. Yeah. But I sat there and just sat through the entire thing and watched it and uh, pretty much enjoyed it. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I I found that it was more fun for me to watch it in pieces. We watched it in, in it was three hours long, The at least the um, the Blu-ray that we got. Yeah. They, they got a fantastic, uh, uh, like, capture or whatever you call it. They got a great print of the movie. Yeah. It looked fantastic. <clears throat> Excuse me, on Blu-ray. It was probably, when I see something like that, it makes me realize that we're watching it in a format that's way better than the original people on TV that we're right. watching it on tv saw it like you know we we're seeing it in high def you know they they probably went in and took out a lot of the film grain damage or any any of that kind of stuff it sounded right. great and um so that's how you, you know, watched it was on blu-ray we watched it on blu-ray yeah. oh we that's right okay oh, cool. on amazon and got it and i i i enjoyed it a lot more watching it episodically i don't we didn't watch it exactly the way you would watch it on as a miniseries i don't think but um yeah you know, we watched it in an hour-long chunks, so you don't okay. get too. I, I have a very short attention span, so it's <laughs> you know, it's a. <clears throat> excuse me. Um, but yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. I'm surprised that it it kind of uh, that they got it on TV. It's not like it was this really kind of controversial thing, but certain shots, like the classic one you mentioned of the kid uh, floating outside the the window, was genuinely horrifying. It was almost like the the physical acting and the effects the makeup effects it yeah. was almost reminiscent later on of like the first evil dead movie I yeah like it had that same kind of really demonic this is not a person anymore quality to the well, that's what I, that's why i really enjoyed about it that was that um yeah for one part those, those parts were particularly creepy um yeah. when the townspeople were transforming uh, the way they just jammed these probably very uncomfortable contacts in their eyes and put the teeth and then of course the vampire not being the typical dracula vampire but the nosferatu looking one from like back in the 20s um yeah. was really a great i think uh addition to the movie that made it much more entertaining and horrifying than what it originally probably could have been oh it, it was great and in the uh the master i think they called him he was just this this completely non-human entity that's it, those yeah. are the kind of vampire movies that i like i like a lot of different kinds i like the yeah you know the uh you know well, I don't want to go off on too many tangents, but like Renfield, by the way, footnote, if we get to that, have you seen that one yet? No, not yet. A, yeah. Okay. Side note. But yeah, that was really good. But it, um, the, the Salem's lot variety of vampire was a subterranean rat, like, you know, kind of, yeah. uh, just monstrous. So, so alien that you almost question their intentions. Like, do they even really know what they're what they want right it just seemed to be this consuming force that was that was really uh pretty scary i i, I enjoyed yeah. it but yeah the i mean we're talking about the monstrous nature of the salem's lot vampire the master and that you know it's such a di divergent path from you know like you said the typical dracula movies or from uh interview with a vampire 
Um, I like the really monstrous vampires. I like them both. Uh, like you said, I, yeah. I, I got to, you know, I like all the aspects, you know, the, 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 the vampires in 30 days of night were really ferocious and cool. I thought. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, it, and I remember that as a kid, you were really big into the vampire, the masquerade. Oh and, yeah. Uh, yeah. The uh, vampire, the masquerade, uh, been a fan <laughs> of that MMO for, uh, or the RPG for a long time. Uh, but I wanted to go back and say that there was a prequel um, released on the Epics channel called Chapel Wait. And oh, it, cool. It's basically a prequel story to, Jer- to Jerusalem's Lot or Salem's Lot, however you want to say it. Um, yeah. Um, and it just deals with how, not necessarily how the vampire got there, because that was already explained in the original movie, um, but just the this cult and the rise of this vampire that its its presence was in the area long before um salem's lot was even a, a town so it, it, adrian brody's in it he's pretty good oh okay yeah he is good yeah was yeah. it was it um did it compare to the original movie um, uh they did a couple little easter eggs and things like that but they didn't okay. really necessarily delve too much into the lore of the of the original um but it was deemed a technical prequel to salem's lot so yeah, I, I and I, I might have mentioned it to we probably talked about it briefly, you know, after one of our normal podcasts, but um that uh <clears throat> that movie on um uh Netflix, the Black Mass was obviously oh, yeah. heavily inspired if not kind of a almost a spiritual successor in a way of of Salem's Lot. And that was really good. I I it, that had Stephen King all over it. Like even the uh even the typeface for the title yeah. and the presentation of the movie poster screamed like we love some Stephen King. And that was that one was a lot of fun. Yeah, harkens back to Stephen King and even HP Lovecraft when you think of like the Shadow Over Innsmouth or uh, yeah. What, yeah. What's, uh, the Deep Ones. The Deep Ones. <laughs> we just recently watched but it will be out later but um the yeah but black mass was such a killer because i did when i first started watching it um it hooked me pretty much immediately because of the isolation and the island and all this stuff but i had no idea it was a vampire flick until maybe the until we start seeing some stuff you know that starts happening you know the deep pats and uh people acting strange and turning and all of a sudden, you know, when it explodes, it explodes. And it's like, Oh, <laughs> it's a fucking vampire show. Yes. And I was so and chuffed on it. Those are the, those are the best kind of twists. And I think a lot of the modern trailers for movies um, that they, you, you know, what's going to happen. They, they basically show you a condensed form of the movie in the trailer. And it's kind of a bummer because you kind of know all the story beats before you even sit down to watch them. Yeah. Yeah, and I don't I don't sit down and like when I when I I mean there's some shows like if I'm interested uh, or things uh, I'm like iffy on I'll watch a I'll watch a theatrical trailer of what the show or the movie will be about but if it looks on its surface level it's kind of like buying metal albums back when you oh, couldn't yeah. when you couldn't listen to them so it's like I'm gonna judge this by face value and then I'm gonna start watching it. <laughs> That's what I did with, with the uh, several movies that we've watched. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, like, I'm saving this one. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Like, um, you get five minutes into it and realize, no, we got to make fun of this one. Yeah. But Black Mass, I, I went into it blind and didn't even watch watch anything because I already heard some really good things about it. No spoilers or people just saying you got to watch it. It's cool. So that's what I did. And they were not wrong. 
Great show. No, it was it was great, and I had the same experience that you did. Like I didn't realize that we were dealing with vampires. It was obvious that it was going to be some kind of supernatural horror. Element, yeah, but I didn't know that that's where they were going with it. And that was that was fun. That was a lot of fun. It was. It was. It was definitely. Um, yeah, geez, we're just on a vampire tangent, and it seems <laughs> seems weird to kind of trail off a little bit. But uh, uh, did you see anything else? I think we were talking about uh, Evil Dead Rise a little bit. <laughs> Yeah, I was. Um, <clears throat> sorry about the throat clearing, too, there, folks. Um, it, it, when I hit the mute button on the mic, it's almost worse than just spewing snot directly into the <laughs> mic. So, um, yeah, I, uh, I watched. Uh, we we went out and saw Evil Dead Rise, and <clears throat> a big part of my enjoyment of that was the movie itself, obviously. But it's it's taken. I don't know if it, if everybody else has had this experience since the dreaded plague that we've we've made it through. But it's taken me a while to actually get back out into the movie theaters regularly yep. and enjoy the movie going experience. We've been to to, to quite a few movies, but um, we started going on a pretty regular basis because yeah. you know Evil Dead Rise came out, and then you know like before that we had saw Renfield, and that was a blast. It was. Yeah. You know, the only thing that really made it a horror movie was just the technicality. It was yeah. a comedy. It was straight up a comedy, um, <clears throat> but a very yeah, looks, good one. It looks really cool. And uh, I think you said you saw Cocaine Bear as well. Yeah, yeah, we saw Cocaine Bear. It's something yeah. either before or after Renfield. So, yeah. yeah, that was that was another one that was it, it, the you got what. <laughs> pretty much it, it, the the poster and the name says it all that's what's beautiful about movies like that um yeah i mean like like you we hadn't been to the theater to see a movie probably in two years i mean other than um some specialty movies i told you about that we go see in like los angeles where they have like screenings of near near dawn near dark and i think it's near dark yeah and several other kind of horror based you know trash kind of movies that you know be grade that you know people enjoy they begin kind of cold hits so we, um my wife and i would just go and watch some screenings you know but anything brand new we didn't really go out and see um so we actually saw evil dead rise in the in the theater because you know great it's it's in the theater we haven't been in the theater in years and we're supposed to we're supposed to kind of uh, double date with uh this guy and his uh, his partner but he kept delaying and delaying and delaying. And I was like, I'm not delaying anymore. I want to go see this damn movie. So she's yeah, like, yeah, you're going to delay it right into the, into home viewing into home point. view. So I was like, no, we're going to, let, let's just go and watch it. And yeah, we, we, I mean, we enjoyed the experience of being in the theater, everything, everyone was really cool. That was there. So it wasn't like, you know, a horrific experience, except for the magic that was taking place on the screen, of course. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was, uh, I see, I see a lot of mixed reactions for this really? film all over all over social media where people are either yeah. hating it or they enjoyed it or you know the usual um i, I think these responses responses are so kind of dumb if it doesn't have bruce campbell in it then i'm not then it's not it doesn't count or it's not, or when are they going to get bruce campbell it's like we have to we have to step back and realize that bruce campbell's not a spring chicken anymore um he and, himself has said he's too old to be making them. Yeah. Right. And also it's like, and, and if people are hoping for like a cameo for him and he does kind of have a cameo in evil dead rise. I um, missed it. Yeah. One of the voices that's on the record player is his. Oh, that's I. Okay. I take it back. I, yeah. I did spot that. I leaned over and, 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 you know, said that's, that's his somebody on social media, you know, they, they, I, I 
social media is such toxic garbage and I contribute to that. <laughs> yeah, <sometimes>. me too. <laughs> but um, like somebody just posted the movie poster of it and then said hot effing garbage. And I, I just, and my response was incorrect. And then that's, <laughs> that was the end of the, the argument, but right. I, I really enjoyed it. I don't know what people were expecting that they didn't get, you know, if you, if you, if you liked the uh, 2013, I think the last one, the Fede yeah. Alvarez movie came out. If you like that one, what's not to like about that? I thought that the new one did dark humor even better than Fede Alvarez. Yeah. Movie. And I love the Fede Alvarez movie. Yeah. I thought I, it might be, I thought the, the, uh, the Fede Alvarez was better, but that doesn't mean I didn't enjoy rise. Um, yeah. There's a lot of great things about rise to like, I mean, you, you as a horror fan, um, what would you what don't you like about gore and you know buckets and buckets of you know yeah. gallons of blood i mean what don't you like about it <laughs> it's like it, it, it you know and that's that's evil dead if you uh, there i saw people get up and walk out angrily of the movie yeah and i saw other uh, my friends on social media said that they experienced the same thing and i just gotta wonder like what movie did you expect to see it's a yeah the, the trailer itself was nauseating so if you're not <laughs> into that then then what go see renfield at that because that's got a lot right. of gore but it, that was like itchy and scratchy level. yeah well yeah i mean it's just like uh i know and that's you think horror fans wouldn't be a fickle punch but you know we, we are but at the same time like metal heads in that way yeah it's true it's like but you 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 know what you're going to expect you're, you're going to expect a, a pretty simple story plot it's not going to be too involved uh, it's going to be enclosed in a closed area not a lot of uh, characters so i mean i was pleasantly surprised by it i enjoyed the hell out of it and when people say oh i hope they bring like bruce campbell in for the, like the third one that they're going to do because i think they've confirmed that they are going to do a, another one um all i can think of is if you bring ash back into this movie you the tone changes because yeah. these two these two remakes have been on a a more horrific serious level but what happens if you bring ash back and he starts being his kind of like wisecracking you know goofball self it, it just yeah. ruins the tone of the new movies so keep them out of it the, sam raimi and him are behind the scenes executive producing everything everything that's going on in these movies have been vetted from these two people that have been who, the creators of this series and, and the whole thing and i'm, I'm just getting stuck right back. <laughs> well yeah and, and like you said they're they're very hands-on with it they they vet the the um directors that come in and and they only pick people that that really get it that are kind of fans themselves because those those guys are old enough to have kind of inspired a whole generation oh, yeah. of new filmmakers and oh, yeah. you know you got these uh lee cronin was the director of this most recent one i haven't seen a hole in the ground uh, you have i think you said yeah. you liked it yeah well i mean i just just to branch off just a little bit from evil dead rise yeah when um i saw lee cronin was the director i was like and he hasn't done that much before, but it's about the, but Sam Raimi and Bruce Campbell have always been, uh, have been about giving these, these directors, uh, even kind of newer directors, their own output for these, for these, for these two, at least. So it's nice to see the creative output of Fede Alvarez and uh, Lee Cronin. Um, but the hole in the ground, I said, well, I enjoyed rise. Let's go watch the hole in the ground. And it, it's a slow burn, but it's, it's a, it's a good movie. It's not, it's not, yeah. it's not, it's not rise 
So it's no. not filled with buckets of blood and huge violence, but it's this steady, slow burn of this woman who thinks that her child is not her child, but some doppelganger that has replaced um, replaced them. And it sounds familiar. I may have either seen it or seen something that's that's similar. I was about to say that I there's there's another movie I thought was similar. Um, I, I think of us the. Um, the Jordan Peele movie yeah. us where, you know, you're dealing with doppelganger families and then I, I'm not going to reveal what happened in that movie, but it was fucking fantastic. Oh, but, uh, great. Um, so now I was thinking of that. And then I thought of the pit from 1981. Um, but that didn't, it was, it didn't involve a doppelganger. It involved a hole in the ground though. <laughs> so, um, uh, you know, the whole, my kid is not my kid is kind of a, uh, a well-worn trope in horror, but if it works, it works. It's kind of yeah. like, um, you think of village of the damned or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Like what's wrong with the kids? What's going on with the kids? Yeah. It, it kind of plays into, and this is by no means a, an original thought, but it, it, it plays into this generational gap that we definitely see now between, you know, like parents, grandparents and and, and their kids. It's like, we just, I don't understand these people anymore. I think right. it kind of plays into that fear. No, that that's, that's, that's a pr- great uh, take on it because, yeah, this is not my kid. This is not my child. Who are these children? I just think of uh, people just complaining about the the current generation of young people, and I'm like, you know, every generation of young people, uh, every generation has, has young people that are pieces of shit. They've had young people that are great people, you know. Two hours later, uh, the Pope's Exorcist was another one that we saw yeah. not too long ago. I haven't seen um, it, but it looks good. Yeah, it, it was one of those movies that I couldn't tell whether it was at first. I was thinking, is this does it know that it's kind of fun and kind of a comedy? And then by the time you get to the la- the third act of the movie, you're like, okay, this is, this is like a, a kind of a fun house ride right. of a movie. It's not serious. And uh, boy, Russell Crowe, once again, just carrying the entire movie on his, uh, <laughs> that's awesome. On his I'm, shoulder. I got, I got that on my list along with Rimfield for sure. Um, the, you know, one last thing about technology, it's like uh, technology can be a boon or a curse, and it depends on how you use them. Um, we've seen some movies where the newest technology has been a definite curse on what we've seen. <laughs> well, like, what's an example that pops to mind? Uh, well, I mean, we just see uh, Goblin, which has just been released uh, at the time we're, we're talking, where, you know, these people put together a you know a, a fairly incompetent film with <laughs> on digital video and spent twenty thousand dollars to put it together and you know at least they did it but it was uh god you know i'm trashing on it now but i'm telling you I, we did enjoy it but is that a curse or a blessing i don't know because uh i i don't know it kind of makes me wonder why everybody doesn't make their movie it's 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 kind of exciting i mean you know like i've always loved movies and as much as i dream about like being a filmmaker it would it it, it would be a daunting thing to have to kind yeah. of find the people that would be willing to go on that journey with you and yeah it, it, it just seems kind of like a daunting experience i kind of respect the people that don't even see that they're just like no you just over around under through we're gonna right. make our we're gonna make our masterpiece like you yeah know, i think uh, i think of anything a lot of respect uh, for it. we can we may trash on their movies and make fun of them and riff but uh, i think you know in the end we do respect the filmmakers because at least they did something and yeah. put something out and had the courage to let people watch it and critique it and and that's 
That's the entertainment business. I, I wonder if somebody is working or has done an HOA themed horror movie because, like, as a kid or and a young adult, I always listen to people bitch about their HOA, and I thought, shut up, man, whatever. <laughs> it's some, I, I didn't even want to hear it. It's like somebody talking about their four hundred one k or something. It's just a, oh, in my golf game, it just seemed like this this boring, tedious adult type thing that people do, and. Um, like having now become a homeowner and dealing with the HOA, they yeah. are just the worst. I mean, we just got uh, our second violation. That's why I love it, violations because there's a little bit too much algae attached to my house. And I mean, it, it abuts basically a freaking swamp. Like it's in, <laughs> we, we live in Georgia and I mean, it's like nature is just constantly attacking your house. It's one of the, it's, it's beautiful, but at the same time, it's yeah. like, dude, there's, Take I mean, like nature. <laughs> yeah, like we'll, we were sitting there eating one time, and this frog just plat right on the window outside where we're eating. Like, it, there's going to be algae. So now I've got to, you know, get that pressure washed or else. And I was just thinking, like, what a great uh, horror movie premise that would be. Is just you know, just the the HOA controls right, yeah. you. You can never that's, leave that's, this community. That's a pretty damn good idea. So I had to like look it up and see if there's anything out there. Yeah. Um, but I don't see anything specifically uh, HOA related. I mean, a lot of them just are like holiday. They're hoa. Yeah. Hoa. <laughs> you can't escape the hoa. <laughs> oh, I thought you were doing a, a little Al Pacino impression there. Hoa. Hoa. <laughs> but, um, well, I mean, uh, we're about 30 minutes in. I think that's been a, uh, a good tight uh, time. Tight 30? Yeah, yeah. Just shave off a, a couple minutes here and there for me to unplug and replug things. Stupid computers. <laughs> yeah, that'll be a, a couple of seconds. Um, but uh, yeah, this has been an episode of bits and chunks. Uh, did you bits have anything else? Is there anything else you wanted to talk about or bring up? No, we can um, we can kind of save it for the next one. I, I guess you're uh, you know like pencil in your homework assignment as uh, uh, as either the Pope's Exorcist or Renfield, so we can talk about that one. Both of those are going to be kind of way after the fact, but I, I don't think Jason or I or hopefully our burgeoning audience cares that we aren't super timely with this stuff. It's just you know right. Yeah, I mean, uh, comes out when it comes out. It comes out when it comes out. A bit, the bit, I, I feel the bits and chunks uh, will be on a whim, you know, maybe. Yeah, yeah, I, I dig it. I love the name, so congrats on that. And thank I, you, I, thank you. And I like the format, man. I, I think uh, I think we should return to these, and I hope people like them. Absolutely, I agree a hundred percent. Um, so. Yeah, uh, if you guys made it to the end of this video, thank you. Again, subscribe if you haven't subscribed as yet. Click that like button. I know Click everybody like says that, but it's it's it helps us tremendously. It's imperative. It's imperative. And uh, if you're listening to this on any of your uh, podcasting outlets like iTunes or Stitcher or Spotify, make sure you give us a hopefully a five star rating and maybe a kind review. Because if you don't have anything kind to say, I'm just I'm gonna put this out there. We've been giving nothing but five star ratings for all the movies that we've watched, even if we bitch about them. So yeah, and some know. some might accuse us of being uh, sarcastic about that, which I hmm. you know, horrible. Well, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, uh, I guess that's it, and uh, we'll It'll talk work. to you guys later. Talk to you soon, y'all. Take care. Bye. Peace.